For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone, and these are the first words that I'm speaking today. And they feel good. They feel real good. I'm realizing all of a sudden that I'm chatty. Um, I was a little tired when I woke up this morning, not gonna lie. Um, lately, I've been in this really bad habit of sleeping on the couch. And it's actually really funny that I'm talking about that because today's episode is all about what you repeat. And I'll dive deep into that. But it's funny that I bring that up because I don't like that I sleep on the couch. And the last two nights, I've fallen asleep on the couch. Ugh. But you know what? I have to say, it's really nice to just this does not make sense, but I'm going to say it anyway, to bloom where I'm planted. Meaning typically at the end of the night, I like to just watch Love Island. And I actually talk about that later in today's episode as well. Um, But I've just been so into Love Island right now. I'm on season six of UK. I just will like randomly go through and pick random seasons. So that's one that I'm on right now. And um, I'm always obsessed. And I tend to just fall asleep where I am. So I say I bloom where I'm planted and it's really annoying to like wake myself up and then walk upstairs to bed. So the last two nights I've just like accepted it and fallen asleep on the couch and woke up on the couch at like, you know, what time my alarm clock went off and I hate it because I don't like sleeping on the couch. I'd rather sleep in bed. It kind of throws off my morning a little bit. But at the same time, it's just so nice to organically fall asleep while I'm like watching a show in a place where I'm really comfy, like my couch rocks. So 
I don't know why I even started the episode like this. Oh, because I was a little tired this morning. And I think it was because I slept on the couch last night and the night before. Like, literally, what am I doing? I'm not going to do it tonight. But I slept on the couch. So I woke up feeling a little tired. I made myself a coffee. And as I was typing out this episode, I was like, I don't know if I should film it today or tomorrow, whatever, blah, blah, blah. I ended up doing it today. And as I started talking, what, two minutes ago, I realized I am chatty. So I'm feeling good recording this episode today. I hope you guys are having a great Monday. I love Mondays because it's Manifest Monday and it's just the best. I recently added a TV to my office. And when I tell you it changed my life, oh, that reminds me, one of my clients the other night got me, um, I posted on Instagram, like my TV on my Instagram story that's in my office. And I said that I needed to get wire covers. And she was like, Oh my God, I have wire covers. And I just remembered that she gave them to me last night and I have to put them up on my TV today. That was literally so nice. It made my whole day. So now I have wire covers, but nonetheless, I put a TV in my office and it was such a power move. Honestly, it makes my office really fun. And like, I never want to leave my office. It's really comforting just to work with having like a show on or a podcast or music playing for my TV. And I think this is because growing up, um, my mom was a stay-at-home mom, but she would run the books for my dad's business. So we would just, she would always have the TV on all day, but it was always just like background noise. Like she wasn't like sitting in front of the TV watching it, but it was just always on. Like when she was doing payroll or when my sister and I were just like chilling. I don't know. Like, I don't even remember what we used to do as kids. Like, what did I do when I was like eight years old? Like, I literally can't remember, but I just always remember. And still to this day, my mom always has law and order SVU on like literally all day, every day. And even now she does the books for my business. She does the books for like stride, which is my business, but she does stride my dad's company. Like she does the books for like all of my family's businesses. Um, and in her office, she also has a TV and SVU is on. So then when I put a TV in my office, I'm like, this is what was missing. And I think it's just because it was how I grew up. Like my mom always had SVU on and still does. And even like when her and I are at the beach house over the summers together, like SVU is just on all day. Um, and it's really comforting. So now that I have a TV in my office, all just feels right in the world. I'll normally have like the toast on or I'll listen to music. Um, but lately, if I have a show on that's like not the toast, um, I will have Top Chef on. And it's really fun. Like I just like that show because it's a show that is background noise. Like you don't need to watch every single episode, but there's like enough of a storyline that you can follow it. But it's also a very loose storyline where like, if you're not watching it, it doesn't really matter, but I really enjoy Top Chef a lot. Um, so yeah, it's just fun to have a TV in my office. And I just wanted to mention that today. Also, this reminds me that I want to mention that all of the episodes of Manifest with Tori Simone are on video. My YouTube channel for this podcast is youtube.com slash manifest with Tori D. Simone. And my Instagram is the same at manifest with Tori D. Simone. I've been putting out a lot more video content. If you guys want to check it out and subscribe, it really helps the show. Um, and I would just really appreciate that. Also, if you guys could leave a five-star review wherever you are listening to the show, whether that's on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, literally anywhere, just leave a five-star review. 
It helps the show a ton. Um, I wish it wasn't so like review based to get the algorithm up to like boost shows, but that's just how it works. So I really uh, appreciate whenever you guys do rate the show and I just thank you for your love and support with Manifest. It really means the world and I just adore this podcast and I love this community. Speaking of community, I would love to get to know you guys a lot more and get to know like who the listeners of the show are. Cause you guys know me, we talk every single week, but I don't really know you guys that well. And I used to have a Facebook group, but it kind of just went a little haywire. Um, so I'm wondering how we should chat and how we should have that community. Should I start like a Geneva chat? Um, I would just love to know more about you guys and how you found manifest, what kind of content you like specifically, and really just get to know you guys a lot more. So let me know in the comments, whether you're listening to this on YouTube or on Instagram and watching this on Instagram or on Spotify or on iTunes, just go over to either my Instagram or my YouTube and just let me know in the comments, like how should we connect more as a community, whether that means with each other or you and me, whatever it might be, I would just really love to connect more with you guys. I feel like Geneva is like the way to go. I feel like that's kind of the standard right now. So we could definitely start a Geneva chat. Um, but just let me know. I'd love to know. I don't think I want to do Facebook again because that just got a little crazy. Um, but I definitely want to talk more with you guys. So let me know. And yeah. Okay. So I think today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter, but more impactful. Um, so I just want to get right into today's topic of what we are chatting about in manifest today. And as you guys can tell by the title, this is a slogan that I saw and I was watching a Sydney Adams YouTube video the other day who I adore Sydney and I'll actually be discussing her later in today's episode because she's a really great example of you are, you, you are what you repeat. Wow. That was the first time I said it. And of course I would mess it up, but she's a really great example of this. But anyway, um, she was eating a mush, which is overnight oats and I've never had mush, but I love the founder of mush. Um, her name's Kat Thomas and she's actually now the CEO of BPN and I love BPN. Um, and I love what that company stands for. And I really admire Kat. I think she's just such a badass businesswoman. She's really, really awesome. Um, anyway, Sydney was eating a mush and in mush, I guess they put a quote, um, like under the lid, like, you know how a Snapple, like there's always a Snapple fact, I guess they do that with mush, but it's like a phrase and Sydney read hers. And the phrase was, you are what you repeat. And she said it so quickly and kind of just brushed it off. But I don't know. Once she said that, it really resonated with me for some reason. And I have not been able to stop thinking about it. We all know the power of habits and people talk about habits all the time, including myself. And I feel like I talk about it so much and I hear about it so much that it's almost to the point where it goes in one ear and out the other habits. Like they seem like work, you know, like we've always just, we've always heard our parents talk to us about habits. Our teachers talk to us about habits, whatever it might be. Like I remember when I was growing up, like my mom always wanted me to make my bed and I didn't start making my bed until I was like maybe in middle school or high school. I don't know. I make my bed every day now, but I used to not when I was like in grade school or whatever. And I remember my mom being like, Tori, you really should make your bed every single day. Just do it for 21 days, like 21 days. And then you have a habit.
for the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine. And that's where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want a sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And also with habits, there's good habits and there's bad habits. And it feels like it takes work to break these bad habits and it takes work to begin good habits. So I think that's why when I was thinking a lot about the phrase, you are what you repeat, it really resonated with me because repetition is a habit. But to take it a step further, repetition is consistency. Repetition is dedication. Repetition is identity. Repetition is deserving. So here's what I mean by all this. There's two ways to think about this. There's the figurative stance of you are what you repeat. And then there's like the intangible thought process of you are what you repeat. So what you say to yourself, you believe. You are what you repeat. So this can be the spoken truth. Like for example, if I tell myself I'm ugly, I'm going to believe that I'm ugly because I repeatedly tell myself that. And that's pretty horrible. You know what I mean? But if I tell myself every day that I am beautiful, I'm going to believe that I'm beautiful because I repeat that to myself every single day. If I tell myself that I cry when I'm in stressful situations, I'm going to cry in stressful situations because that's what I repeat to myself. That's the narrative of who I am that I tell myself. And that's actually true. Like I have cried in the past of stressful situations. So now I just associate that with myself and I identify as someone that cries when I'm stressed out, but I don't want to be that person, but I tell myself that I am and that's just how I'm wired and that's just who I am. So that's just how it goes. But if I tell myself that I'm strong in in stressful situations, I'm going to remain strong when I'm stressed out. And that's all just comes back to what I repeat to myself. So while this is a thought and an intangible thought, it's also a lifestyle. What I do daily, I begin to believe. For example, if I run every day, I begin to associate myself with a runner. If I wake up early every day, I begin to associate myself as an early riser. If I watch TV on the couch every night for two hours watching Love Island, I'm going to associate myself as a lazy couch potato, okay? It's because I am what I repeat. But on the flip side, I'm not what I don't repeat. I know that's a double negative, but just stick with me. Meaning I wouldn't say I'm a medical student because I don't go to medical school. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going to medical school class. I'm not studying medical school books. I have never and will probably never go to medical school. And it's just so far removed from my life that I would never sit here and say, I'm a medical student because that's not an action that I repeat on the daily. But what I do repeat on the daily is how I feel like I could sit down here and tell you guys who I am as a person. 
So let's really deep dive in this concept because I think that there's really a lot of power in this. You can be whoever you want, both internally and externally, based on what you repeat. And with repetition comes association, identity, deservingness, and lifestyle. I was listening to a podcast with Ed Milet and Jay Shetty a few weeks ago. And Ed Milet, if you guys don't listen to his podcast, you need to. He is so inspiring. And there's a lot of things that he says that resonate with me and stick with me. Even if it's things that I've heard him say time and time again, sometimes you just need to listen to it one time for it to stick with you. And this was one of these things that I've heard this story before, but for some reason on this day, when I was listening to it at this time, it stuck with me. Ed was talking about early on in his career when he was struggling starting his business. He didn't feel deserving of a successful business or deserving of being an entrepreneur, let alone a successful, wealthy entrepreneur. And he changed his mindset. And with that, he changed his work ethic. And he began putting in the hours every day. He began putting in the work every day. And before he knew it, he felt worthy of the success because he was showing up to it every day. He was repeating the action of working hard every day. He was repeating the action of doing the work to get successful and he felt worthy of it. He felt deserving of the success because of the work that he was putting in. And before you know it, he became a very successful entrepreneur. He called himself a successful businessman. He identified as a very successful businessman because of the actions that he was taking every single day to get to where he is now today. He was what he repeated, which was disciplined and successful. And he began living a life that at one point felt so out of reach for him But because of the actions that he repeated every day, it became his reality. And now he's a successful, wealthy entrepreneur. But he wasn't at one point, but he changed his lifestyle. He changed his habits. He changed his repetition. He changed his consistency to be who he is now. And now he identifies as that. He feels deserving of that. And it's because of what he's repeated that he's at where he is today. Another video that I saw recently was on YouTube. And it was ironically how to start a YouTube channel in 2023. And I see these videos a lot and I never click on them ever because in my mind, I'm like, well, and I talk about this later in the episode, but I will say like, I don't feel like I'm a YouTuber much these days, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I've been on YouTube since 2012. Like I don't need to watch these videos, but for whatever reason I clicked on this video and I'm not sure why, but I did. And this I feel like always comes back to my favorite quote of the universe has no obligation to make sense to you because for whatever reason I clicked on this video and I had no idea why I clicked on the video. But now looking back, this was before I even heard the phrase, you are what you repeat. Now I look back on that and I'm like, this makes perfect sense because it perfectly aligns to now this concept for me. So I watched a video on how to start a YouTube channel in 2023, and it talked about the first three videos that you post will most likely be shitty. They'll most likely feel really awkward, and you'll most likely feel like an imposter. Like, hey, guys, da, da, da. And you're like, okay, who's guys? Who am I talking to? Why do I, why am I on YouTube? Like, I'm not a YouTuber. Who do I think I am? You know, we have all these like imposter syndrome thoughts, which is a whole other topic, but we kind of just have this mindset, like, who am I to think that I should be posting on YouTube? 
Then once you get those first three videos out the way, the next seven will just be getting into the swing of it. Then once your first 10 videos are posted, you'll begin to feel a little bit more confident and decide whether you want this to be a hobby or a business. And if you choose the business route, then you'll continue to repeat the actions of filming, editing, and uploading these videos. And then you will begin to associate yourself with being a YouTuber, even though just a couple months ago, it felt really strange and bizarre. You'll begin to see growth through consistency and repetition of uploading videos. And suddenly you'll feel worthy of success because of your repetition of working hard at growing your YouTube channel every single day. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kind of taking this a step further with the whole social media example, we see people blow up on social media frequently, but we tend to undermine the repetition that goes into it. So I think Emma Chamberlain is a really great example of this for a lot of different avenues. So I broke this down into three categories with Emma. Number one, she was a wildly successful YouTuber and still is. But if you were around for the early days of her videos, I'm talking like when she had less than a million subscribers, when she was still in school, remember she would like vlog in school. And I remember she posted a video and someone was like, she posted, she posted a video and she said, I know a lot of you guys think I got expelled from school for vlogging in school. I didn't like, she was so obviously talking to her classmates. Like that's how like small her videos were at the time that she had like an audience of maybe like 50,000 people, but she was like addressing her classmates. She would vlog in school, whatever. What I'm getting at is that this was like the early days of Emma Chamberlain, but she would post her videos every single day. She was extremely consistent. She was a YouTuber through and through because she repeated the action of filming, editing, and uploading. She was what she repeated. Second example, she loves coffee and she drinks it all the time. So we as viewers associate Emma with coffee because that's what she repeated. She repeatedly show us 
drinking her coffee. She would repeatedly show us her making coffee, going to get coffee. Like it was an iced vanilla latte with almond milk for Emma Chamberlain for the longest time. Like we knew that was her coffee order because it's repeatedly what she drank and what she showed us. She repeated the ritual every day and it became part of her brand and who she was. So much so that she built a very wildly successful coffee company off of it. She was what she repeated, right? But can you imagine if Emma never drank coffee or maybe had it like just every now and then or just showed us like every five videos like, oh, I'm drinking coffee, didn't really talk about it much. And then all of a sudden launched a coffee company. It wouldn't feel authentic, right? Like it just wouldn't really feel right. It wouldn't really feel on brand as we like to say. It only works because she repeated the action of drinking coffee every single day. So she felt knowledgeable enough to launch a coffee company with what, you know, coffee was best, what flavors, what brews, the the boldness, the blends, all that sort of stuff, what consumers wanted. Like she was really a a coffee connoisseur and we accepted her as that because of the actions that she repeated on her YouTube channel, on her Instagram. It felt very authentic because of her repeated actions. The third example is when Emma got her first sponsorship with Louis Vuitton. I remember how iconic that was and still is. Like she really was one of the first influencers to really break the barrier of social media influencer to celebrity through brand sponsorships. It was really iconic. It still is very iconic, but then she just kept getting sponsorships and she kept getting this invitation to the Met and she was suddenly being dressed in Louis Vuitton and dressed in Cartier and being the Vogue um, correspondent on the Met Gala for now, what, like three or four years in a row And she was getting invited to shows and she was on Vogue covers. And like suddenly we associate Emma with high fashion, right? And that's because of what she was repeating. She was repeating these actions of the Louis Vuitton sponsorships, of being dressed by Cartier, by being at the Met Gala, by having all these high-end magazine covers. Like she was high fashion because of the actions that were being repeated. And now we associate her with those actions. So I don't know about you, but I associate Emma with a high fashion profile, whether it's her being at Paris Fashion Week or traveling Europe, like she's cool. Like she's a high fashion girl when... A couple of years ago, she wasn't, and her first Louis Vuitton sponsorship might have felt like maybe out of place or iconic, whatever, but it, it wasn't just a one-time thing. It was repeated, and now because of that repetition, we identify her as something. She identifies as one other thing. She deserves to be going to the Met. She deserves to sit front row at Paris Fashion Week because of the repetition behind it. Now, let's say I, for whatever reason, got a Vogue cover we would feel like that's out of left field, right? Because I don't do anything to associate with high fashion. I don't do anything that would show that I do repeated actions to get a Vogue cover. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? All of this is to say that the way you show up is incredibly powerful because it forms your identity. If you want to be a straight A student, then you need to repeat the actions of a straight A student, showing up to class, studying for tests, completing homework assignments, turning in essays on time. And with all this work and repetition of working towards being a straight A student, you will eventually feel deserving of straight A's. And with all the work and repetition that you've put in behind it, you will get the straight A's. You are what you remember. Repeat. This is really, really powerful. And let me explain even further and tell you why. 
If you stay consistent in something, you will begin to associate it with it. And how we identify ourselves is everything. We tend to put ourselves in a box. What I mean by this, I'll give you two personal examples. With running, I currently run around like a 10-minute mile and I see people running a seven-minute mile. I see them doing like sub-three-hour marathons and I always tell myself like, I wish I could do that. But when I say that, I wish I could do that, I also know in the back of my mind, I'm saying to myself, I could never do that, right? That's kind of what that means. Oh, I wish I could do that but I know I never can. That's pretty much what I'm saying. But if I start telling myself that I'm a fast runner, even though I'm currently not what I would consider fast, but if I tell myself that, if I tell myself I'm a fast runner and I start to believe it, I bet you my pace would pick up. I would focus on shaving down the minutes on my pace, focusing a bit more on speed workouts and eventually hitting a seven minute mile. But instead I limit myself in a box of, this is my 10 minute mile time, And I'm comfortable here rather than getting uncomfortable to form a new identity through repetition of mile repeats and sprints and four to five training runs a week to tie this back to Ed Milet, the example I gave a couple of minutes ago, if I were to run one time a month, yeah, I wouldn't really feel deserving of running a seven minute mile, nor would I call myself a runner. But if I was running four to five times a week, hitting speed workouts twice a week and practically practicing really hard at shaving down three minutes off my mile, yeah, I would feel really deserving of a seven-minute mile. And I would eventually hit that goal of a seven-minute mile because of all the work that I'm putting in towards it. And I would identify myself as a fast runner. Since I repeat the action, I feel deserving of it and I identify with it. Another example is with YouTube. I have put myself in a box very recently in the, not recently, past five years or so. I keep putting out this narrative of myself and I say it all the time on here and I really do want to stop this, but I say like, I'm a washed up influencer. I have a whole episode called like the facade of influencers from a former influencer. Like I really put myself in this narrative of like, my time is past. I'm washed up. No one really cares what I have to say anymore. Like I had a good run. Like I'm good. I'm done. And I really kind of want to stop that because I really limit myself. I really do. Like I have a great opportunity in front of me and I really just kind of shit on it because I tell myself this narrative that I'm washed up. So of course I identify with that. You know what I mean? That's what I tell myself. I believe it. And I want to stop that. I look at people like Nick Bear who is the own or is the founder now of um, BPN. I talked about BPN earlier in the episode. But I think of people like Nick Bear, who started posting 10 years ago on YouTube like I did, but he's now bigger than he ever was on YouTube. So who's to say that like I can also have my success on YouTube just because I started 10 years ago? You know what I mean? I also look at people like Ricky Thompson, who I was good friends with in 2015 at what I would consider the height of my YouTube career, and he's still out here killing it. Like I listen to his podcast every Tuesday because it's so funny. Like I love his content. I love his stuff. I really limit myself with the narrative because I don't repeat the action of posting on YouTube. You know, I don't vlog consistent. I don't vlog consistently. I don't post consistently. I don't interact with my audience consistently. So of course I don't identify as a YouTuber, nor do I feel deserving of growth because I'm not doing literally anything to grow. 
But if I posted two to three times a week on YouTube, if I vlogged daily, if I interacted with you guys every day, I'm pretty sure I would feel very deserving of growth and I would identify as a YouTuber. And I probably would grow on YouTube because I repeat the actions of what someone who grows on YouTube does. I would vlog two to three times a week. I'd post consistently and I'd interact with my audience. I'm pretty sure I would grow through repetition of showing up as a YouTuber. This goes both ways. If we put ourselves in a box with a limiting narrative, we are going to believe that narrative. If I continue to say to myself, oh, my time on YouTube is past, well, no wonder every time I pick up the camera to vlog, it feels weird and inauthentic and kind of like that YouTube video I watched where it was like, your first three videos will feel shitty, awkward, and imposterish. That's how I feel 10 years later, but it's because I'm not consistently showing up on YouTube vlogging. You know what I mean? So if I did that action of vlogging every single day, I'd probably start to believe it. If you want to start waking up early, but your narrative is, oh, I hate waking up early. It's not for me. You're not going to do it repeatedly. But if you start telling yourself I'm an early riser and you believe it, plus you start to wake up early every day, you're going to associate and identify yourself with the early risers because you repeatedly practice waking up early every day. You're deserving of it. You identify with it. You are what you repeat. This goes for both the good and the bad. If you eat healthy foods, you're going to feel great. You're going to feel healthy. You're going to identify yourself as a healthy person. But if you eat only junk food, if you eat like only mozzarella sticks, for example, you probably won't identify yourself as a healthy eater. You are what you repeat. If you read a book every day, you identify yourself as a reader. You feel deserving to talk about books that you've liked. You are what you repeat. I say all this to really inspire you. And this is where I'm going to bring um, Sydney Adams kind of back into the conversation. I think Sydney Adams is such a good example of this because she is so consistent. She posts on YouTube three times a week. She posts on TikTok three times a day. And she posts on Instagram like five times a week, which is really impressive. Because of her repeating these actions, she is growing like crazy on social media. She repeats the actions of an influencer, and now she is one. If you want to be an influencer, you have to go after it. No one's picked by a hat and is like, oh, it's this person's turn. YouTube doesn't call anyone up personally and say that, hi, this is YouTube, and we've chosen you to be our next influencer. It doesn't work like that. YouTube starts, honestly, every social platform starts like this. Everyone creates an account, and everyone starts with zero. It's an equal opportunity platform. Everyone starts with zero, but it's up to your repetition that dictates if this is going to be a career for you or a one video wonder. And here's the secret. It will feel cringe and really weird in the beginning. You just have to get over that. Like everyone feels weird and everyone feels cringy in the beginning of it. So I say all this to encourage you to really take a look at who you want to be and ask yourself if your daily actions align with that version of who you want to be. If you want to be an author, are you repeating the actions of reading and writing? Are you working towards your dream of publishing a novel by writing every day? The best authors in the world block times for themselves off every single day to write. Are you doing that? They're the best authors in the world because they repeat the action of writing. Are you? Even if you're not the world's best author yet, you can show up as one. You can begin the process of writing every single day. 
even if it feels weird and inauthentic at the moment, if you stick with it over time, it will feel natural. You will feel deserving. Just like Ed Milet, just like Sydney, you will feel like you are deserving of it if you work hard enough. Maybe this episode will inspire, inspire you to journal about your higher self. Who do you want to be? Who do you want to be in one month, in six months, in one year, in three years, in five years? The world is truly at your fingertips. Like who the F do you want to be? There is no wrong answer. There is nothing too crazy. There's nothing too big. There's nothing too small. If you want to be an astronaut, awesome. Start showing up and repeating the actions of an astronaut. Do you want to work? Do the work consistently to get there. Whoever you want to be, break that down into what would this person do every day and start there. If you want to run a marathon, marathon runners run. So start running. If you want to make a million dollars in one year, you got to work hard and you got to show up every single day for it. What you want in your life is not just going to fall on your lap. It's going to happen through the actions that you repeat. If you want to move across the country, start sorting your life out for a move. Start making it happen every single day through repetition. Start looking for housing. Start looking for a job. Research where you want to live. Begin the narrative of I'm moving. Begin a new narrative of your life and repeat that narrative and actions every single day until you believe it, until you identify with it. You can be anything that you want in this life, which you've already proven. You are who you are right now because of what you've repeated thus far in life. I identify as a podcaster because I repeatedly post this podcast once a week. I identify as a morning runner because I repeatedly run in the mornings. How we show up consistently runs the show, no pun intended. I identify as a couch potato at night because I repeatedly sit my ass on the couch every night and watch Love Island, which is something that I want to change. So I say all this because the way that your life is right now is because of the actions and the thoughts and the narrative that you repeat every single day. If you want to change your life, you need to change what you repeat. And that's what I'm going to leave you guys with today. I said it was short and sweet. I said it was to the point and I meant it. I hope this episode lit a fire and resonated with you guys. I just... I just haven't been able to get this phrase out of my mind. You are what you repeat. I think it's so powerful just to show up as a version of yourself and continuously show up every single day repeating those actions because over time you will feel really deserving of those actions. You will identify with those actions and you will embody those actions. You will be those actions. So I really want you to dig deep here. Who do you want to be? And what do you need to do every single day to show up as that version of yourself? Whether she exists yet or not, you can build her. You can build that version through your actions. And at first, it's going to feel weird. We know that. It's going to feel weird at first. But just continue to show up as that. And eventually, you're going to believe it. And before you know it, you're going to be her. And that's a really cool feeling. If you want to change your life, change what you repeat. 
Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Manifest with Troy D. Simone. This is probably going to be one of my favorite episodes that I've ever recorded. So um, I would appreciate it so much if you guys could leave a five-star review, if you guys could put this up on your story, share it with friends, text it to someone that you think needs to hear it. Um, and yeah, thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have an amazing Monday. Happy Manifest Monday. I love you guys and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye guys. <laughs>